Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Taking care of aging parents while also raising one's own family is a familiar tension. But what if a war forced you to choose between the two? That's the gut-wrenching dilemma faced by the Ukrainian man we're about to meet. NPR's Eleanor Beardsley brings us his story. Don't fool me. Uh, let me show you briefly. I first met 52-year-old Andrei Kononenko in February when he showed me around his language school in Kyiv. He had other branches in cities like Odessa to teach Russian and Ukrainian to foreigners. This time, we meet in a once-trendy, now-half-empty shopping mall in the Ukrainian capital. Kononenko says when the war broke out, he joined his neighborhood territorial defense force and manned a checkpoint. Every block was like a fortress. The atmosphere was so electrified. We did not sleep, didn't eat, nothing. He's not sleeping these days either. His wife and three kids got out immediately to Poland. Now they have visas to go to the U.S., as a father of three, he could join them, but there's a problem. Uh, because my parents are stuck in the occupied territories and they are not exactly young people. And um, there is no way they can travel. It's far. You know, you have to travel through about 50 checkpoints, Russian checkpoints. And they will take everything from you. They will undress you to see if you don't have any tattoos, like patriotic tattoos. His parents are stuck in his boyhood home in the south near Crimea. He says they're pushing him to be with his family. You need to go. You need to be where your family is. Leave us here. We're going to be fine as long as there's two of us. There are other people around to help out. But he knows they're not okay. He says most people have fled, including doctors, and missiles have struck the town recently. He doesn't know if they're Russian or Ukrainian, but one killed a boyhood friend who was a fisherman. Kononenko also worries about the rumored Ukrainian counteroffensive. Kyiv recently urged people living in Kherson to get out. He takes off his glasses and rubs his eyes. Tears me apart. It's the right thing to stay here, to be there immediately where, I, where they need me. And it's also the right thing to go be with my family. It's the wrong thing to leave my parents like that. And it's also a wrong thing not to join my family. Kononenko says this is the agonizing choice he's now facing. It's nothing unusual in a country where most people's lives have been ripped apart by a senseless war. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Kyiv. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts, only from NPR. On NPR's Throughline, we cannot function for 24 hours without COBOL because it's in our smartphone, our tablet, our laptop. And as a consequence, the lives of the people living in that part of the Congo descended into just a catastrophe. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.
On this week's Wild Card, we talk with Issa Rae about those moments where our lives could have gone another direction. Definitely wasn't supposed to be with that guy at all. At all. But I still think about it. I'm Rachel Martin. Issa Rae tells us how to make peace with the path not taken. That's on the Wild Card podcast from NPR, the game where cards control the conversation. <laughs> 